You're listening to the Creating a Brand podcast. I am your host, Alex Sanfilippo. I want to welcome you to 2020. I hope that you enjoyed the two weeks we took off for the holidays, but I'm excited to be back in full swing. We've got season three kicking off right now. I do want to share one stat from season two that I was really excited about. We continued to grow the podcast. In fact, we reached the Apple top charts one week. We were number 197 out of the 200 they track. That counts. We made it. We're number 197. What an honor. I'm so thankful to all of you for listening and sharing the podcast and leaving those reviews. It seriously helps a lot. And we were able to reach those top charts because of each of you just helping me along the way. So thank you so much for that. When I was thinking about what topic I want to start the new year off with, I decided it would be ideal to cover the topic of goal setting and also thinking bigger for your life and business. And there's one person that I know that really stands out on this topic. It's none other than my great friend, Paul Tompkins. Paul and his wife, Kelsey, run FlippinExperts.com, and they have an online course that teaches you how to basically be a real estate investor and to flip homes. It's actually one of the best. It's incredible. We'll talk more about that at the end, and I'll also have a discount for you if you're interested in enrolling in that course. Paul was kind enough to share that with us. So again, coming up at the end, Paul has been a friend of my life who has consistently helped me think bigger for my life and for my business. Additionally, I know very few people that are able to achieve goals the way that Paul does. He gets things done, and he really thinks big for his life and his future. He's truly an inspiration. Because of this, I want to kick off the new year and the first episode of season three of the Creating a Brand podcast with a conversation to help us all start off on the right foot. With that said, here's my conversation with Paul Tompkins. Paul, welcome to the Creating a Brand podcast. So excited to have you here today. Hey, Alex, thank you so much for having me. And I just first off want to say thank you for what Creating a Brand is doing in our community for outside of our community, the people that you are reaching and the product that you are giving people. Just thank you for all of that. Yeah, thanks so much, man. Uh, for all the listeners, Paul's actually been a member of the Creating Brand community for a while. So, Paul, thank you for all that you contribute there as well. You've helped a lot of us, myself included there. Oh, yeah. Excited about it. Love it. Just just dive in. If you're not in it, you got to get in it. Right. Thanks, man. Good plug there for me. Yeah, hey, there you go. $5. No, <laughs> so I wanted to have you on the podcast, especially here at the turn of a new year. Can you believe it's 2020? It's crazy, right? I can't. Wow, another whole year is gone. I hope you guys went out there and crushed it, got something done this past year and moved the needle forward. So let's let's talk about 2020, Alex. What do you got? Yeah, I want to start off with talking about setting goals. Uh, throughout this episode, I want to talk about setting goals, but also thinking bigger for our lives and our business, which I think are both mm, two yeah. topics that are really connected. But I want to start off with talking about goals, not resolutions, not yeah. New Year's resolutions, because yeah. a lot of people make those. I want to talk about actually setting and achieving goals. And that's something that you have really modeled well. Uh, you're an inspiration in my life, being able to watch. You're a guy who's just makes things happen. So I want to get into that. What, what is a goal to you? Let's start with that question. Oh, wow. A goal for me. I think I maybe think of it a little differently than other people. Uh, I know with our culture, our society, we think of more of like checks, checklists and tasks and, and a goal. Hey, I have a goal for this week is to go to the gym three times. And then if they do that, they check it off. They're good, right? They feel satisfied. They feel happy. I, I look more as a goal as something very futuristic, not 2020, not 2021. I'm thinking why was I created and put on this earth? What, what am I here for to change? Because if I think in the short term, if I just think 2020, how much can I really accomplish in a year versus how much can I accomplish in my lifetime? So for me, I look at a goal or a, a mission, right? What is my mission in life? Why was I created? Why was I put here on this earth? Because I truly believe that every single person was put on this earth to accomplish something, not a task list, not let me let me check this off and I feel satisfied. So 
okay, I'm done. Right. I think we yeah. were, I think we were here to change the world. Let's think about, let's think about, when we talk about goals. Um, I feel like on Instagram, on, on Facebook, it's, it's look at me, look what I just accomplished. Right. Like I just got this done. I just got this raise. I just lost five pounds. Look at me now versus how do I change the world? How do I serve a million people before I die? How do I create a business that's an empire that changes the world forever? Okay, so when I look at goals, I look at, we sent somebody to the moon, Alex. Like, is that a crazy goal? Yes. Okay, like, people worry more about the how first versus the why. So for me, if I'm setting a goal, why do I want to set that goal? Well, I, I want to lose the five pounds. Well, that's not really why, right? The why is I want to feel energetic. I want to feel mm -hmm. healthier. I want to uh, live longer. I want to thrive. I know I have more energy in my skin glows when, I, when I'm fit, right? I feel better in the morning. So really, that's the why. So for me, when I set goals, I think, why am I doing it? And is it big enough? Bigger dreams. Like my wife and I just did it last week. I love whiteboards. And I know you do too. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are addicted. And we wrote them up there, right? And I'm like, babe, dream, dream bigger. And we wrote them all down. And we had to cross off like three or four that we already did. Oh, wow. That's cool. So like one of her five-year goals we did in less than a year. Wow. So hold on a second. You don't okay. have to wait until January 1st to set a goal? Well, you know, <laughs> I think January 1st is when everybody... No, Alex. I mean, you better... I, I love how you do it too. You, you take time off every quarter. Mm -hmm. And every year, right? And you, you get away. You get away from your wife. You get away from your business. You get away from everything. And you say, okay, am I walking towards my destiny? Not my goal. Mm -hmm. My destiny is the end, right? I was created for the end goal. And these, these, these little goals in between, these little steps in between are getting me there, right? And you step back and you say, okay, these things I did last quarter, did they get me closer to my end destiny, right? And you say, Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, I messed up on this one. I didn't really. So let me refocus, realign, and get my mindset right. So I'm, I'm continually going for there. Like us sending somebody to the moon, Columbus sailing across the ocean, it's not normal. It's not uh, sending somebody to space. Like when they said that, or, or flying an airplane. We didn't have airplanes before. Like, are you, oh, are you serious? You're going to put somebody up in this metal thing and they're going to fly in the air? Like you're crazy. Right, yeah. Okay. But our culture has gotten to a place where let's be satisfied with the small checklist. Let's be satisfied with the hmm. feel good, right? And for me, I think we have to remember the end goal. Like at the end of my life, am I satisfied with what I accomplished? Why I was put on this earth? Do I feel like I accomplished it? So that for me is how I set goals. I don't set them. I set short ones in between, obviously, you know, hey, I need to hit this benchmark, this benchmark, this benchmark to make the end goal happen but we need to focus bigger. So for you, a goal is more like a lifelong journey. You're looking at the end of your life and saying, this is what I want to have done. And that's kind of the way that you start looking at a goal. Is that right? Am I understanding that correctly? I feel like that's what builds the goal out because mm -hmm. for me, all the other stuff is just busyness. Right. And I think as a culture, as a society, we're very good at being busy and saying, look at all the stuff I accomplished. But if you look at the big picture, you say, how did the needle move? Did, did, yeah. the, did the needle move? No, I just got this, this, and this done. Okay, but if you were called and if your mission, if your destiny was to do this, did, did you get closer? Mm -hmm. And if you say, yes, I did get closer, then you're moving in the right direction, Alex. 
Paul, you're starting off with dropping a bomb on us all here, I, man. I'm getting fired up, man. I'm ready to go to the moon. I haven't been there yet, Alex. So maybe me and you can, you know, get one of those private shuttles that go up. Maybe. Uh, call your boy Elon, see if he's available. He's not. He's working on this truck thing. He's fixing a couple things. Oh, right. You know. Of course. Yeah. Cyber truck. All right. So now thinking about this, so let's just imagine now that we've all kind of sat down. I know this is something I need to do. Take inventory of my life. Think about where I am, where I feel my destiny is calling me to go. So let's say I'm thinking 50 years in the future, even really thinking about it there. Obviously, when I look at a goal, let's say that my, my goal is to, to go to the bottom of the ocean, something we haven't done, right? Okay. I want to go. I'm going to be the guy who goes to the bottom of the ocean. That's I'm, too, ri- I'm writing that down, Alex. Okay. For, I'm going to challenge you on 2020. that. 2020. 2020. Um, no, let's say that's like my lifelong goal. That's too big of a goal for me to like really understand how to, to bite off at this point, right? Like I can't just say that's what I'm going to do and go after it. There has to be some steps along the way. And I don't know what you refer to these as, if these are like micro goals or step goals or something like that. But what is your day-to-day kind of action that gets you closer to these bigger goals that you have or lifelong visions or purposes, as you're calling them? Sure. Um, For me, once I set that big thing, right, in the future, it's this. You can't worry about the how when you're setting that up, right? So if my destiny Mm -hmm. is go to the bottom of the ocean, I can't say I don't know how to go to the bottom of the ocean, but I'm just going to say that's my lifelong dream or I'm going to do it in 2020, right. right? You have to say, this is what I'm doing. Now I have to figure out how to do it. Now it's already set. It's already set in stone. Like I'm doing this. It's 2020. I'm going to the bottom of the ocean. Now let me figure out how to do that. So is that how you, I guess you think bigger because you're not actually kind of like evaluating it right away. You're just saying, this is what I want to do. And then you're going backtracking basically. Is that right? A hundred percent. Because if you're, if you feel in your heart, right, that you are called to do something, you can't think about the how first. You have to say, this is my goal. This is my calling. This is what has been placed on my heart. This is what God told me to do. The universe told me to do. This is just what I feel, right? You, you put that at the top of the box. And then from there you say, okay, that's the goal. That's the mission. That's my destiny. And then from there you break it down and say, now how do I get there? Mm-hmm. And you break it down from there. And a lot of people, they worry about the how first, and then that goal never happens. Wow. I think that you just said something key there. We worry about the how before we even know what we're trying to do, right? A hundred percent. And guess what? That kills dreams. That kills imagination. That kills... I've even heard a couple people that I really respect lately say, listen, you're never going to invent anything new. You're hmm. never, you're never going to make something that somebody else hasn't made. There's no other invention that's going to happen. Well... What about the light bulb? What about the plane? What about the guy on the moon? What about all of those things happen when people said that couldn't be done? There's other things. Once once you set the, this is my destiny, this is my mission, the how, it makes you create new things, right? We had to create a spaceship. We had to create mm-hmm. new technology because we have never been there. We had to create, I mean, you just talked about Elon. I mean, look what he's doing. He's creating new things that right. are changing the world forever, not just his life, his family's life, like he's impacting the world. So yes, once you have the destiny figured out, there you backtrack and say, now how do I get there? Mm-hmm. Do I have, to, I have to raise capital? Do I have to get around the right people, right? Um, I've never gone to the bottom of the ocean, Alex. I don't know anything about submarines. I don't know anything about diving. I don't know anything about the depth of the bottom of the ocean. I don't know. So maybe I need to surround myself with people that already have experiences in those fields. Yeah, that's good. And then start learning and then bring them as teammates on and figure out the how. Yeah, that's important. And, you know, for me, something that is a lifelong vision of mine is actually to 
to help correct education in the United States. Oh, yes. I feel like that it's really taken some bad turns. And, and we know somebody who's actually been on the podcast, Andy Oop Richard, yeah. um, who is, is, he's at the forefront of that. You yeah. know, and I'm not in that space right now, but if I say I want to change education in the United States, mm-hmm. and then I try to, you know, start off with, okay, well, how am I going to do that? Instead of saying the vision first, you know, just saying, well, I have to do this and that and this and that. It's going to be too overwhelming. I'm not going to be able to do it. Correct. But if I say, hey, at the end of my life, I want to be able to say that I had an impact on the educational system in the United States of America. Correct. And then I backtrack from there. I have a much better chance, right? Right. And start evaluating what are the small steps I need to take every single day, every year, every mm-hmm. month right. that I need to actually do in order to achieve that. I'm going to go so much further that way. A hundred percent. And I think a lot of that would be mindset, right? You have to, I, I, I want to lose five pounds. I'll, I'll keep using that example because I think a lot of people go into a new year and want to lose weight, Definitely. right? Yep. I'm going to lose 10 pounds, only 15 pounds. You can go into it with the wrong mindset right off the bat, right? Well, I need to lose 10 pounds because I'm fat or I see my stomach coming through my shirt or I can't wear these pants or my yoga pants are stretching until they're about ready to burst. <laughs> I mean, I don't wear yoga pants, but I know women that do, and I've seen them about ready to burst, Alex. So I know what they're thinking. No, I'm just kidding. Right. But you can you can either have that attitude into the new year of it's all negative, right? I need to lose it because of this. I need to lose it because I'm fat. I need to lose it because I'm overweight. I need to lose it. Or you can change your mindset and have an uplifting mindset stating, listen, I'm going to lose the five or 10 pounds because... I feel better when I look good. I feel better when I look in the mirror. I feel better when I get home from the gym and I've sweated for 30 minutes. I, I feel more vibrant in the morning. I, so for me, I think it's the mindset going into the new process, right? Your end destiny. Now you're setting up little goals, little benchmarks to get to that destiny. Go into it with the right mindset. Go into it with the positive, yeah. right? Go into it with, I'm excited that I'm going to be diving into the education system and, and helping correct it and help it identifying things that are messed up with it. Because why it's going to impact kids. It's going to impact the next generation. It's going to impact the world. It's going to, instead of it's broken, it's jacked up. Someone needs to fix this. No, that's me. My destiny. I was placed on this earth to fix that. Now I'm going to go into it with the right attitude and be uplifting and encouraging and bring those people around me. This brings up two questions. I'm going to go one at a time here, though. The first one that I want to mention, what are your thoughts on how does someone discover that? Because for a lot of people listening today, I guarantee you this is the first time a lot of them have actually heard anything like this before. Okay. They've just have thought New Year's resolutions or thought like, I'll just make some goals or have a task list. I'll get a ton accomplished this year. But they're not thinking about their life as a whole, the way that you're talking about it. And I believe that you achieve the amount of things that you achieve every single year because you look at it that way. Because when you get tired, you're like, nope, my life is going this direction. I'm going to keep on moving forward. How does somebody begin finding that vision for themselves or discovering what they were made for? And that's a huge question, by the way. No, that it is, <laughs> but really, Alex, it's not. And I, I'm going to use you as an example because years ago, I remember you coming to me with this and, and stating what you do. So I'm going to brag on you a little bit if that's okay. But like, I do the same thing where you have to shut it all down. I, I, I know it's hard to do. I know your business is so busy. I know you have too much going on. I know you have too many kids. I know you have too many problems in your life. Shut it down. Shut it down for a period of time and step back and say, am I going in the direction I'm supposed to? Am I going in the direction I'm called to? I, I know if, if, if you're a listener right now, if you dig into your heart, if, if you stop for amount of time, not half day, not an hour. I I mean, Alex, I know you took a couple days off last year and actually like decompressed all the stuff that's going on in your life before you could start to have new vision. Right. I know I travel to do that. Right. So Kelsey and I, when we go travel, I get more vision and dreams and 
like I know where I'm going, my destiny, uh, so much better because I've decompressed all the noise around me and now I have time to breathe. So I would say, if Alex, if they're in that situation to, to step back from all the busyness of their life and actually sit and meditate, sit and think, sit and do whatever you do that helps you find out. Because I, I guarantee if they dug into their heart, they know what it is. I was called to raise these three kids the best that I possibly can. If they're a yoga instructor, I know I'm supposed to launch three more schools to impact more people's lives so they're healthier and they live longer and they are more vibrant. And then they go home to their spouses and they have a better home life because they feel better and they're bringing positivity in the home. So I really think stepping back and focusing on what I'm called to do and then chasing that, not, hey, my friend told me I'm really good at creating content. Hey, mm -hmm. my friend said I should go do this. Hey, I saw this on Facebook and it looked interesting, so I'm going to go try it. And they're wasting time, they're wasting energy, and they're just knocking task lists off, not chasing their dreams. Creating a Brand just launched something new for you. We released 15 online courses on our website, six of which are free and require no registration. Our courses cover a wide range of topics from blogging to podcasting, winning at networking, personal development, and so much more. Ultimately, each course is designed to help you succeed while saving you time and money. I want to challenge you to enroll in one of these courses today. Please visit creatingabrand.com slash courses to get started. In addition, if you enroll in one of our premium courses, you'll receive free access to all current and future courses, plus a membership to the Creating a Brand community where you can connect directly with me and with other entrepreneurs. If you're ready to take the next step in your life or in business, please visit creatingabrand.com slash courses and enroll today. Something you mentioned there is really key. You talked about decompression. It's mm -hmm. so important. It's, it's funny because we're recording right now. I'm, I'm looking at the ocean. Yeah. Ponte Vedra Beach, Jackson, or Florida. Yeah. And it's, it's beautiful here. I'm looking at the ocean. That is my spot. So when I'm going to go decompress, that's usually where I'll go. I'll right. go somewhere that I can get near the, the ocean, and I'll sit with just a pen and paper. Yeah. No smartphone. I, there I you hope go. everyone caught that. No uh -oh. smartphone. You guys heard that, right? <laughs> Turn the phone off. Decompression starts with that, though, because the thing is I have to get myself out of the norm. Yes. And if that's sitting in front of me or there's a laptop in front of me, it's real easy to be like, well, hold on. I forgot to check this earlier. Sure. I forgot to check that. Oh, I, well, let me see what they're doing. Oh, I, I, they had an idea that was really cool. Let me go look right. at that idea. It's taking me away from me. Right. I'm not able to decompress. I'm looking and comparing myself to other people instead of actually just being where I'm inspired Again, I'm looking at the ocean the whole time I'm talking about yeah. this. I'm not looking at you anymore, Paul. I'm like, look at the okay. ocean. That's my it looks, spot. It's weird when you're just staring at no. <laughs> right. Um, no, but it's so important to, to decompress because I think that you can't discover who you are if you're in that area. And that right. brings up another question for me, comparison. Uh, oh, I know yeah. that it, it's poison. And the thing is, like, when you're comparing yourselves to other people, I think that we begin developing the wrong goals because we see something else that looks really attractive to us. Sure. What are your thoughts on that? I think it pulls you away from your destiny. I think it pulls mm -hmm. you away from what you are called to do. Alex, me, you, and, and Andy, we have a mastermind, right? That we, we go and help other people in. But that's not, it wasn't just my destiny or your destiny or his, right? We, we put it all together. We all came together yeah. and we chased that. And we went after that because we wanted to help people. But now, guess what? I still have a destiny. You still have a destiny. You're like, you're still chasing your stuff, right? I'm still chasing right. my stuff. My wife still, like, we're individuals. My wife's still chasing her destiny. It's not the same as mine. So I believe that when you compare yourself to other people, you're no longer focused on your destiny, right? You, we talked about sitting and decompressing and focusing on what you're called to do. And when you compare, yeah, you can't do that because you're chasing somebody else's and you're not that somebody else. 
Yeah. Do you feel that people develop unhealthy mindsets when they're setting these goals and, and, and comparing themselves along the way? Yes. I, I mean, I think comparison will kill you no matter what. I, I yeah. think it's healthy to have competition. Okay. Um, swimmers, they have competition, so they strive harder, right? They, they, mm-hmm. they try to beat the person next to them. That, that's a healthy competition. They're not comparing themselves to the person next door saying, I want to be like them. They, they're saying, I want to beat them. There's a very big difference in that kind of comparison. So for me, comparison, it, it automatically kills your dreams and your imagination. So I would say 100%, yeah. I want to get really practical this episode now because, okay. again, it's, it's a new year. People yeah. are really thinking about resolutions, goals, mm-hmm. all that. And we've kind of given a much bigger vision of it. I mean, talk sure. about thinking bigger for your life. I think that you really just nailed on the head today. Sure. So. But I want to talk about how can we practically make this a year of high achievement. And if there's somebody I know who gets more done than anyone else I know, it is Paul Tompkins. I've watched you just crush so many goals, tasks, and, and visions that you've had for your life. It's like, oh, this was like a 10-year goal for me. And you're like, yeah, I knocked out in two. I'm like, whoa. You know? So I want to take it real yeah. practical. I want to talk about how you've been able to do this and how other people can begin stepping into that role of a high achiever. Yeah. I Again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep keep going back to our destiny. I think when your your mindset is on the destiny and not on the task, it makes the task fun. It makes, right. it makes the whatever you want to call it, tasks, goals, uh, monthly checklist, whatever. When you're chasing something that you really are inspired to do, it makes those, those small things easy to do. So I think, number one, I think we talked about it a little bit already, is the mindset, having the right mindset going into it. So mm-hmm. going into fixing the education system, Having the right mindset, it changes everything, right? You're, you're more uplifting. You're more happy. You're more, you know what you're going after. So for the task that you're going after, you're not going into it as like, man, I got to do this today. Oh my gosh. I know I'm supposed to do these three things, but I really want to go play Xbox. No, you're saying, I can't wait to chase these three things today. I'm going to crush them out by noon. That way, maybe I can take on two of tomorrow's and get ahead of the game. So for me, having the healthy mindset is number one. Um, friendly goals. Um, is something for me. I, I had to change years ago. I would put too many, right? I have too many right. on my checklist. That's me as well. Has been for yes. some time. And I got busy. I got tied up into that versus being able to push forward. And I know me and you were just talking about this actually before the podcast is, is bringing instrumental people into your life that can take some of those tasks, some of those goals off of your plate that might even be more gifted at it. So I think surrounding that task or that goal with friendly, um, stuff that's more friendly. Like, Hey, I, I, if I'm going to go to the gym and lose 10 pounds, I'm going to set in my mindset right now, three days a week, I'm going to go run. And then the other two days I'm going to work out and here's what it's going to look like. Now, if you have to get an accountability partner, great. Cause guess what? If somebody's already at the gym waiting on you, you're going to go to the gym. That's true. Right. Versus, Hey, I'm going to go to the gym by myself. I think I might go at nine. I think I might go at 11. Oh, it's already three. Okay. Yeah. I'm probably not going to go to that. I'll do it tomorrow. Right. And I think with new year's resolutions, that's what happens a lot of times. So if you need that accountability partner, get it. Um, if that's you, important, man. Yeah. Having accountability. I mean, cause you're someone who holds me accountable. I actually I have a few people for all the listeners that I text every single week and I give them basically a status yep. on certain topics. I've told them, Hey, make sure that I'm actually doing this and doing it well. And you're one of those guys. I'm going to send a a message every Sunday night and be like, here was my last week. Here's what went on. Having that accountability helps because knowing I have to text you on a Tuesday when I just, I'm like, I don't feel like doing this, That's right? but I know I've got to text Paul That's Sunday right. night and, and give a reason for it. And you're going to hold me accountable. Yeah. 
I'm like, you know what? I better get this done because some right. you'll have days where you don't feel like doing it. Even if it's like, you know, really focused on your big vision for your life. There's, there's some days that you're just not motivated if we're honest. Right. Yeah. And those are the days where discipline comes in. You've got to be saying, I've got to get this done. And accountability helps so much with that yeah. type of thing. And if you truly believe that the end picture is where you want to be, you're more likely to do it. Yeah. Right. Like imagine yourself 15 pounds less. Imagine yourself already there, not, Hey, I'm working through this. Like imagine like literally sit and say, okay, why am I really trying to lose weight? Why am I really trying to go to the bottom of the ocean? Why am I, what's it going to look like when I do that? How good am I going to look when I lost 15 pounds? How is my family going to look at me different? How am I going to look at myself different and, and actually see the future now? So many people are beating themselves up and, oh, I didn't go today. Okay, tomorrow's a new day. Start over. Well, it was a New Year's resolution, so I'll have to wait till 2021. Right, Alex? Right. Yep. It doesn't work that way. Like yeah, January ends and it's like February. Like, well, I got better I got luck next year. I got 11 months. Yep. I'll go ahead and put 15 more on, so I have to lose 30 next year. Right. Uh, I'm really chasing those. I like what you're saying. The visualization is so important. Visualizing where you're going to be mm-hmm. in the future and seeing yourself as already there. It helps you fill in the gaps. It really does. Yeah. Picturing yourself being there. A lot of Olympic uh, athletes, the first thing that their coaches tell them to do is start visualizing yourself standing with that gold medal. And they're like, start with that. And then we'll fill in the gaps along the way. And that's how the winners do it, man. They, they, right. they talk about how they already have visualized themselves. I'm already holding that gold. It's just a matter of now filling in the gap to get there. The how. Right. Yeah, they already exactly. have the why. Yep. Now the how is the training. Yeah. The showing up every day. Um, and, and you already mentioned it a little bit. It's mental triggers, right? Mm-hmm. You said, if I don't do this on Tuesday night, I have to tell Paul on Sunday. Yeah. So your mental trigger is I don't want to go do this, but there's a consequence, right? I so a mental trigger is just something that helps you get it done, right? I don't feel like going to the gym. I get up every day at five o'clock. I don't want to get up at five o'clock. No one does. No one does. I, if I could sleep till seven every day, I would be so much happier. But my mental trigger is before I go to bed, my day's already set starting at five. So I don't have a choice. Right. Right. I I already know me and you have talked about daily planners and, and, and being very strategic with our time and all that. But like my mental trigger is before I go to bed every single night, I already know it's not if I might go to the gym at 10, I might go to the gym at noon. Like, I don't have a choice. I'm meeting a guy at the gym at nine. Like I have to be there. If I don't show up, he's going to rag on me. Mm-hmm. So mental trigger for you was, Hey, if I don't show up, I got to answer to Paul. Right. So a mental trigger is very important. Think about this. I'm exhausted. I worked hard all day. I went in at five. I got done at six o'clock at night. It just happened to be a long day. And I'm trying to be a better husband for my wife. Right. I think we all are. Our spouse is, is our number one cheerleader. I can come home. I can dump everything on her. Yeah, my day was terrible. This went wrong. This was right. Hey, this was good. How was your day? You have an option to sit in your car, turn the car off, turn the music off, turn your phone off, and take two minutes and say, I'm going to walk in the house. I'm going to be the most uplifting, cheerful, happy spouse. I don't even know what my wife went through through the day, right? Um, And and I'm, I'm sending a mental trigger every time I come home now. I will park my truck. I will sit outside my gate and I will say, okay, when I walk in the house, how do I want to present myself to my wife? How do I want, how do I want to treat her? How do I want my day to come off? If I go home and I'm complaining to my wife every day, she's going to tell me quit my job. Right. Right. She's going to be like, oh, you're freaking miserable. Like you need to quit and do something else. 
but maybe it was just a bad day. So that's a mental trigger. Every time I'm at the gym, a mental trigger. I'm going to learn something new about diving to the bottom of the ocean. Right. Right? So every time I go to the gym, I know I have to put a podcast on. I have to research something that I can listen to in the gym, and I'm not wasting time and energy. I'm learning mm-hmm. something. So that's just a mental trigger. And I think when you have mental triggers in your life, whatever your goal is, you're gonna hit, you have a lot better chances of hitting it. Yeah. Now, Paul, to, to kind of end this episode, I want to get, again, as practical as we possibly can. You mentioned like a daily planner. How much has that helped you and, and why? And do you recommend that for other people? A thousand percent. Um, I use Brendan Burchard's. I just, I love his teachings. I love who he is. He has a daily planner out that's a 15 minute increment, but I love his questions before and after. I know a friend of mine does a Hyatt type of book. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, you have to just find one that fits you and your lifestyle. Um, Like Brandon's, I think starts at 6 a.m. I always have to go in and put a 5 a.m. and start it, which I like that because I mean, oh yeah, I'm already thinking way ahead, right? right? I'm already there. I mean, um, so for me, I would, I would literally say I get two times the amount of work done faster. Oh, because of that faster. Okay. With my daily planner because it makes me organize. So I drive a lot for my job. So I I buy houses and I drive from location to location, look at houses, whatever. So if I'm driving 30 minutes to go look at a property, I have 30 minutes. I can either call my mom, be intentional in my relationship with her. She lives far away from me. I can listen to a podcast and learn something. I can, hey, I'm working on creating this in the future. Let me start learning about that. So I have a 30-minute window where I have I can put intentionality in there versus I'm just driving my car, listening to music. Right. So the daily planner for me, it is the mental trigger. It is the discipline. It is the accountability partner. And literally, when you go through on your daily planner and cross out something on there, you what? You feel better. You know you got something accomplished. Yeah. So for me, a daily planner is a thousand percent got to go for it. Um, I always put my hardest tasks first. So usually I try to make my three biggest decisions, my three biggest tasks of the day right there. And same with like, if it's a week long project, Monday's got to be the hardest hit. Cause why I have the most energy. Yeah. I came off the weekend. I feel good. I feel excited. I, I'm ready to rock and roll. Let me knock out the hardest stuff first, because if you put that hard stuff at the end of the week or the end of the day, it's very easy to go through. And it's not going to happen. It's not, right? We'll, we'll, look, we'll move that over to next month or, yeah. you know, next yeah. year even for some people. And then it turns into 2021. Right. Right. So, um, but I, I, I truly believe, too, you need to have your destiny written on that daily planner. Like, at the top of it is to go to the bottom of the ocean. Hey, I'm going to go to the bottom of the ocean this year. Mm-hmm. And then, because now you're looking at that, building your daily plan out, going, well, that, that task, that goal doesn't get me to that destiny. It needs to come off my list. Right. Right. That doesn't move the needle forward. That's coming off the list. I need to be fucked. Here's my main goal. And just always keep that in front of you. Because if you're not looking at the main destiny, the main goal, the end picture, it doesn't matter. Because at the end of your life, you're not satisfied. Who cares if you were busy and got tasked on? So did everybody else. Mm -hmm. But they didn't change the world. So... That's so true, man. I love that. So have a planner and I'll actually have links in the show notes to a few of my favorite. And yeah. I'll, I'll mention the, um, the Hyatt planner. I think it's yeah. full focus planner yep. and then Brendan Richards as well. But I'll have a link to a few others as well for people to check out. And what's important, what you said is find the one that works for you. Cause there's not one that's perfect. No, there's by no, no means does one work. It's got to work with your brain. Yeah. I don't use either of those cause they just, it hasn't worked well for me. So or create your own. Yeah. There's a lot of options out there. But again, stay focused on the, the bigger thing. I think it was yes. really key that you said that. Like what's important is, again, finding that big vision for your life, thinking as big as you possibly can and staying focused on achieving that. Mm-hmm. If something's taking you further from it, get rid of it, even if that means the busyness of the day. Uh, really important to stay focused on that. So, yeah. so, Paul, as we kind of close out here, can you just give us like one last piece of encouragement or advice that you have for us? Whatever 
you're thinking is your dream, it's bigger. So literally, if you write something on your whiteboard, if you write something in your journal, 10 exit, 15 exit, 20 exit, like think bigger because normally what we do is we think what we can accomplish. Like literally use your imagination and say, if I was going to change the world in going to the mommy ocean or education or whatever it might be, losing weight, think bigger and then write that bigger goal down and cross out the one you thought you were originally wow. going after. So, Because guess what? You'll hit it. I promise you. That's great. So think bigger for your life and your business. Yep. Love it. Paul, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it, man. Think bigger. I don't know about you, but this episode has got me fired up and ready to achieve in the new year. Paul really has that effect on people. He's very encouraging and motivating. So Paul, thank you so much for that. If you'd like to talk more with Paul, consider joining the Creating a Brand community. He is an active member and is always willing to help. Paul talked a lot during this episode about finding that purpose, so that big vision for your life, then working down from there. I know personally that whenever I've disconnected to reflect on my life, that's what I'm doing. I'm recalibrating. I'm thinking about that big picture or vision. And if you've not done this, I highly, highly recommend that you disconnect and start asking yourself some of the big questions that we talked about throughout this episode. You find that purpose, then you build smart goals around them, and even consider investing in a daily planner, as Paul talked about. All these things have really helped me a lot, and I believe if you want to make the most out of 2020, these are things that you've got to do. If you're interested in investing in real estate, go to FlippinExperts.com and enroll in Paul's online course. And if you want to save 20%, use the code CAB, capital, it's creating a brand basically, but CAB at checkout, and that'll save you 20%. If you're interested in investing in real estate, that is the best course out there. I guarantee that. I shouldn't say that. I love it, though. But anyway, I'm so excited about the rest of this season. I've been very intentional with building season three of the Creating a Brand podcast, and I have some amazing guests lined up for you and some topics that we're going to cover that are really going to help you go further in life and in business in 2020. If you'd like show notes from today's episode, please visit creatingabrandpodcast.com. As always, thank you so much for listening, and welcome to 2020. 2020.